right, so let's start simply then. So, the nature of not knowing, where does the title come from? Like, what's the, what's the idea behind it? That's an old title for one of my paintings that Susan Laney sold recently to an architecture firm. And I had it back here in the studio, I mean, in the, in the catacombs. And when I pulled it out, I thought, that's such a wonderful title for a painting. And it may be a wonderful title for a show. And I just kept it in my mind because the nature of not knowing is how I proceed in, in my whole practice. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. <laughs> and I don't claim to. You know, I like the, I like the process to sort of reveal my direction. And, uh, and I count on that. I guess I know that I can count on that. But the nature of not knowing um, really sort of describes my whole philosophy. You know, that you can not know and still proceed. It's like this conversation. Mm -hmm. We're proceeding, we don't know where it's going to go, it has such possibility. Am I going to make a fool of myself? Perhaps, but you know, I'm seeing that you're quite erudite and that's appealing. So it's I also add it. <laughs> so it's, it's the unknown, you know, and we all live in relationship to that, but we don't recognize how, what a powerful force it is. And in my painting, the unknowing is, um, I mean, I start out with random marks to sort of create an environment of energy. And that's really, and it's unknown because I don't know what the results are going to be. I mean, I have a history of the results being a certain way, you know, sort of vaguely undertoned figurative, abstract, implications of landscape and tonal mass, but, uh, you know, that's the pattern, and that becomes a known pattern, but when I'm working, all that dissipates. So, um, I count on that unknown to get me through, because if I conceive of something beforehand, I never can realize it. Well, that's what I was going to, actually, I wanted to follow up with you, because, you know, you pull up this painting, you get the title, you say that could be a good name for a show how do you create a show are you thinking I'm gonna do a show at this point mm -hmm. <laughs> and you're just gonna work until and who knows what's gonna happen right. or are you like working on a body of work and then you're saying oh wait this all makes sense there's something here that connects all of these things I want to put them together in a show like what is your process for creating the show in general well it's really determined by the space somewhat and the fact that I was invited to do the show by Susan Laney, you know, she, it was due for me to have a show. It was been four years almost. So, uh, the, you know, the, this show, well, I had two years of um, seclusion to make this show. And I lost sight of it being for the Laney show. I, because I was so entrenched in the making of things and, um, and coming to work every day during the pandemic and getting in deeper and deeper and just feeling like this is really my habitat. And I'm very much connected to the process of coming to work and working and, um, and discovering new things. I'm really interested in the materiality of things. And, so, 
half the time I thought about the show, and especially late at night or at 3 o'clock in the morning, 3.33 to be precise. <laughs> Typical artist uh, type of thinking. <laughs> you know, I'm placing the art in her gallery because it's broken up. It's not an easy space, yeah. you know, and um, it's, it's a complex space to hang well. And then you've got the mirror room. Which Marcus mm -hmm. Kinney and I were just talking. He said, a mirror room, it just causes all kinds of problems. And he said, when does anybody use it that effectively? And I'd like to think I used it effectively. You know, it's yeah. interesting you mentioned the difficulty of that space because I'm always curious how various artists contend with the hallway right. that leads to the main gallery. And how, do you pull in, how are you pulling people into the space to say, like, as an introduction, as an intro. you know yeah, what I mean, exactly. and that's that's yeah. it's really curious, and everybody, I mean, every artist deals with it differently, and you have to like really think about that because you're right, it is like such it's an, an unusual, access. you know, it's mm -hmm. a direct access, and it goes all the way through back to the mirror room to the outdoor, right? So you're patio. seeing the space, so you're seeing yeah, the space. yeah. So it's a lead in, you know, so you have to consider that, and usually people just pop little small works mm -hmm. on because you don't have any distance to step back. And what if you left it blank? I mean, I don't know. Or do an arrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, more this work I really liked. Um, uh, Will Penny. Yeah. I thought he did a really nice job with how he contended with that because mm -hmm. just the way his work mm -hmm. is, he had the um, he had one of his I believe it was a mirror piece up at the top of the stairs mm -hmm. that you know had all the angles and everything like right. that. Yeah. And so walking up and then there were more of those like down the hall and it made the space feel weird like you know what exactly. i mean it changed the di dimensions in the, the space a yeah. little bit where like his work created the hallway in a way which right. i thought was an interesting it is. strategy yeah. Yeah, to go is. along with that and marcus had some small mirror pieces works on mirrors mm -hmm. that did the same thing it kind of danced around because the light was refractory and um so that was interesting so what are you doing <laughs> oh no <laughs> the now, show opens I'm in a week i'm challenged <laughs> <laughs> i don't know that's so cool though i mean I the unknowing i mean i think that's, yeah. a, that's that's pretty funny i want to ask you i wanted to follow up on one thing <laughs> with the unknown because you mentioned two years of being isolated mm -hmm. and i think that that's as i was talking about um because I, I have, I'm getting ready to do this small project over at Sulphur Studios, and it's called 18 Months, and it's about the 18-month period of from um, March of 2020 to September mm -hmm. of 2021. Mm -hmm. And the um, one of the things is like, so I took the, I've been writing a journal for six years, like every okay. day, a daily journal, right? And so I took journal entries from that period to kind of see where I was at emotionally, mentally, whatever. And one of the things, and I don't know how if you've experienced this, but when the pandemic first happened, like, it'll be a couple of weeks, maybe a month, you right. know, and we'll be, like, isolated. And I think once that was, it was clear that that was not going to be true, mm -hmm. I mean, I think right now we are in a very unknown period because we we're are. Omicron is here now and, like, we're like, what is happening? Mm -hmm. You know, where are we? What is the pandemic? Like, I, th I know even when 2020 ended, and like, uh -huh. here comes the vaccinations, we're right. gonna be back to normal soon. Mm -hmm. And even during the summer, we had like a little period where it sort of felt like things were back to normal, but then it- And in so, the fall too. Right, yeah. so 
you're talking about the nature of your work and philosophically is going into the unknown, starting at a place of unknown and, and just following what comes out in front of you. But we're also in a particularly, I mean, a particular period of uncertainty right. within our society. And I wonder, I mean, just kind of how you experience that just given the nature of your artwork. Like how, what was that yeah. like personally like for uh, you? I relished it. I mean, I really was gleeful, except for being isolated from friends. Um, I mean, I, I talk about creating an animal path from my house to my studio, you know, back and forth, and just made that, it became a, um, what, I mean, how to describe it? Um, a, a sort of narrow, pattern in my life and I really like that. Hmm. <laughs> I can't I can't say it any other way. I mean I was so happy just to have distractions dispelled other than concern about what was happening. Of course, yeah. You know, Dave, we always have that. Dave and I out. were electric, you know, and we were getting groceries, you know, thank God for the local small farm bags and things like yeah. that. We were so careful. And that was the concern, you know, in that first little rush of, you know, cleaning everything and you know, not getting your hands, that was really something. But after that dissipated a little bit, um, it just felt like an opportunity to grab hold of that kind of sequestered time. And that's even beginning to change now. Now it's kind of narrowing back in, but you know, the last several weeks, I mean, I've been to art openings. And mm -hmm. That just felt outrageously brazen and brave to be out there, you know, talking to people. Well, uh, I joke, like, I had spent all of these years, like, convincing everybody that I was, like, a normal, not total weirdo, like, right. when I went out in the public. <laughs> right. And then, like, I just had two years of, like, well, just forgot about all of that. Now I have to, now I'm, like, totally awkward again. We're having to relearn <laughs> our social skills, you know, and, and I'm not, I mean, like, right now, I feel very, I feel subverbal. And I don't mind that state. I mean, it's a state I really relish. And I try to, you know, like my time, we live on the marsh, and so there's a kind of no distractions to experiencing what's out in front of us. And the same thing like on Asimov, you know, when I'm there. It's mm -hmm. like, it's such a relief to be subverbal and even submental. <laughs> You know, where your your perceptions are given full range. Let me kind of follow up with that because you're talking about, you're just mentioning, you know, subverbal and all of that. But, you know, I mean, art is communicating a part of mm -hmm. who we are. Mm -hmm. And so this show, you said you haven't shown it at Laney in, in four years. And most of the work that's going to be in this show has been created during this mm -hmm. period. Yes. So you are communicating. Yes. In a nonverbal way, though, like through your artwork. Right. It's hard to reflect on, like, what does it mean when you're in the middle of it? I mean, mm -hmm. it's just it's just really hard. But what are maybe some of the things that you've sort of discovered for yourself, maybe? Because, like, it's one of the things I think that has been a positive about this is, like, there's been less outside influence to make suggestions to us about who we are and what we're doing 
the only voice, at least for like in my own personal experience, has been me to mm -hmm. tell me what am I doing and like, you know, because you get unsolicited advice happens. all the time, right? Unsolicited right. commentary, right? But it, there's it less covers of that right here, right? So I mean, I wonder if maybe you've made some discoveries like about yeah. yourself, like personally, over this time period, like as far as like your art, you know, where you are as far as like at being an artist in your career and like. And what even you're trying to say with your work, or what, maybe not what you're trying to say, because you, you're not really trying to say anything, mm -hmm. you're letting it kind of flow out. But what you right. are saying, what is coming out in your work? That's a hard question, you know, because you're right, it's hard to have that objectivity. But uh, I know, like, these first paintings here were um, at the beginning of the pandemic, maybe in May, and it's they're they're it's like turmoil and i think mm -hmm. that's a constant i've got several refrains that run through my work and i'd like to think that my recent work is more um elemental redu reduced to more simplistic thing in terms of form not so much these paintings <laughs> and a clarity you know a kind of clarity in um what they're suggesting. I mean, the latest works on paper, I'm kind of carving out these kind of forms with a brush, and I find that very, very satisfying. And when I look at, back at earlier work, there's clues to that. You know, they're like stepping stones. And you really have to kind of go back and find those because I'm not thinking them consciously, but I'm creating a whole language and, and language of the body and language of the mind that are just beginning to maybe solidify a little bit more mm -hmm. and that doesn't quite make sense maybe I don't no, know. No it but, does make totally yeah. make sense yeah. But I'm enjoying that aspect in the sculpture pieces I call them well they're not really they're paintings but they don't qualify as sculpture but um, those forms are beginning to be more um, elemental and it's the elemental that I'm particularly interested in. And that may, may be elemental in terms of um, tone or elemental in terms of suggestion of a figurative performance. I really don't want to narrate the figure. I want it to um, sort of rise to the surface, you know, as indicator of how we walk in space and how we exist in space and how we are contained within ourselves and um, so it's funny to talk about it because I don't ever talk about it and so those things are really exciting for me yeah I mean I'm, th I'm thrilled by them and I can't wait until the show is up so I can clean out the studio and start <laughs> and really just start and clean everything come help me <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you something. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind. Actually, I, I, the, the studio is very inviting. You know, it's. I, I'm so glad you said it's hard to talk about because that was actually was going to be my follow-up question because, you know, we've we've hit on the nonverbal aspect right. and then the work communicates. But in art opening and an art show, mm -hmm. you have actual physical dialogue with people. Right. Like yeah. you stand in front of them and you have to talk. Yeah. about the stuff. And you've got your work there. So yeah. that's really the jumping off point for me. If I'm standing in front of a painting, I can talk about this painting. 
It could just be one painting. We could talk about this whole painting, and that would lead into conversations about the meaning of things. Right. You know, and, um, you know, like the calligraphic line, and that's an ongoing, that's an ongoing, we almost call this show the lucid line, because that's an ongoing mm -hmm. kind of element in my work where it's the line's very exploratory. It sets up the theater of form. Mm -hmm. and, and plus that lucid, the, the term lucid, mm -hmm. I mean, it references back to that unknowing, which, you know, right. which you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. So it's, and uh, Lisa Fay Young came to do an um, interview because she was doing the press release. Mm -hmm. for, she does so good. On the, she does awesome. She on the was press amazing. Releases. And I really had not had much of a conversation with her before. I knew who she was. And she loved the lucid lines, so her lead-in for her press release was like that, but we decided not to go with that and use the nature of not knowing instead. Mm -hmm. But I told her, um, when I was in school, I drew every slide in art history, a kind of contour oh, okay. indicator line that, you know, that summed up what was happening in the image. So all of my art history classes from undergraduate to graduate school, I drew the images. And I still have them in my head, and I learned to draw in art right. history. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. so cool. And that it's is cool when you can find like a, a foundational element like that. Yeah. Like you can look back and yeah. say, oh, there's something here. There, and I had those notebooks until my last move from Neat when we were out on Louisville Road, a group uh -huh. of artists out here. I had all those notebooks. and. If they didn't survive the move, I don't know what happened to them. Well, I mean, they could be here. They could be. <laughs> they could be. <laughs> I don't think they are, though. But, um, and so that was a way of... I mean, what is that? I mean, when, it's like when you're in, taking your first drawing class and you learn about contour line. It changes your whole perception of the world. Mm -hmm. It changes everything. It's like discovering positive and negative. I mean, you do that maybe in elementary school now, but you know, I can remember being a young uh, student in college, learning those things. Mm -hmm. and it's like it completely altered my way I looked at the world because everything became contour. And um, and the line is the way to describe that. So that's really kind of the basis, and always has been the sort of basis thing. I've so is that the thing that's kind of exciting you most is to just see, I mean, you're putting the show out there and obviously like there, it always feels really good to get a show out there. Like, you know, you have all the stuff and you finally just get it out there. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? There's, yeah, it's, there's a that. really refreshing kind of feel about that. Uh -huh. But I mean, as far as like the, the, what the public will see and, and the interaction between the viewer and your work is that kind of what you're looking for is just to see if people kind of engage with those Im those implications that are like hidden mm -hmm. behind or not hidden they're actually out in the forefront or maybe like, obscured in some yeah. instances or uh, um, obstructed or veiled or you know that's the kind of thing too is a kind of veiled uh, a veiled view if you will that, um, and you can only hope that people will respond to your work. Um, and the nature of not knowing, you know, they're, they're very much part of nature in this show. You know, it's observational. And 
because I'm, I, I really, I think we need to be more engaged with nature and we need to look and feel and perceive it constantly. And um, so there's a lot of low country in these pieces. Mm. There's a lot of horizons. There's a lot of, you know, we went through Irma, a storm. Right. We were um, flooded out of our home. We we're out for a year. Our home. <clears throat> I mean, that's still, I'm still kind of freaked out by that experience about being flooded. And some of my pieces are about high water. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't feel like it's going to get better. I mean, it's so that's a thing. Better. Yeah. Yeah. So, so it's either a best case scenario is a repetition of that rather than getting better, you know, right. so. What do you um, do in relationship to that? 